You're listening to Mid Morning Matters on Marlowe FM 97.5. Good morning to my guests. Um, Matt's Matt Lovett from APS Fitness. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Good morning. I'm very well indeed. So tell me a little bit about APS Fitness. This is the company that you run with your, your partner, Ross, isn't it? Yeah, my business partner. Yeah, your business partner. Never known quite known how to... Uh, your business partner, Ross. Introduce each other. Yeah, business partner, Ross. Yeah, we've been running it since um, 2011. We're a health and fitness-based company. Um, Specialising more these days with kind of pain and injury um, rehab as well as sports performance. But we work in all realms of health and fitness. Um, one-on-one training classes, consulting, lots of stuff. Right, and you actually look at the whole spectrum of fitness and the whole spectrum of exercise, don't you? You don't concentrate on just one area. You don't just concentrate on cardio. You don't just concentrate on weight loss. You don't concentrate on flexibility, mobility. It's, it's the whole range. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of fundamentally a, a movement-based company, so we look a lot at how the body moves and, and kind of exercise and stuff, but we complement that with nutrition and rest habits and stress management and, uh, and lots of other bits and bobs. Great. One of the things I want to talk to you today about is um, people who come to you with specific goals in mind, things they want to do, and their ability to stick to it, to, to if you like, to adhere to their particular uh, plans, to do the things which achieve their overall goals. How do you find that with your clients? Do you, do you find them that they have particular goals and it's, uh, there's some difficulty in them adhering to the uh, tactics which will lead to them achieving their goals? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's kind of the make or break um with staying fit and healthy you have to be consistent with these things no one kind of did one amazing workout and ate one amazing salad and was fit and healthy forever it uh consistency is is key and uh, and king so adhering to a you know healthy eating lifestyle a lifestyle that you know includes movement and resting and stuff is is key and so getting people to stick to it and regularly do things is almost the uh, the be all and end all of whether you can get them to to reach their goal yeah, I, I read a study the other day talking about uh, a number of different diets, both commercially available diets as well as just commonly understood diets. So things like Atkins were looked at, things like a keto diet or a paleo diet. Right. Uh, also looking at just a specifically a low sugar diet or a specifically a, a low fat or low saturated fat diet. Uh, looking at which of those is the most successful in terms of helping people to lose the body fat that they want to lose. Um, and it turns out that they, in fact, they're all successful. They all work. But one of the problems is that most people don't give them time to work. So people right. will say, oh, I was on the keto diet and it didn't really work for me for some reason. I didn't, I didn't make what I wanted to make from it. I didn't achieve the weight loss I needed. Or I was following you know, the Atkins diet or any of the other commercial diets. Uh, and again, it didn't do for me what I wanted it to. And that's because of a low level of adherence to it. And in fact, that, that study went on to say that the typical length of time that people spend on a diet, following it rigorously, is only five days. Wow. Wow. Which I think is, is <laughs> which I think is, is, is pretty amazing. Um, and the other thing that people do, I think, is that once they get onto a diet, if, if they are following it and it's 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 a very strict diet, then obviously they need to have cheat days occasionally. Or they need to need to let real life intervene. Um, far too many people will, having fallen off, if you like, the diet plan, will then remain f- staying off. They think, oh well, that's the end of that. Then I, I've had I've had a bad day, so that diet's never worked. Let's let's try it again uh, in a few weeks' time or something. So uh, are those the kind of uh, attitudes you, you've seen and you've come across yeah yeah i think that five days i'm still stuck on five days it's amazing five not days. even a whole week um yeah i i do th- i think that it's it's part of this want everything now um attitude and also i think one of the key things with adhering um 
to a, a healthy program is the mindset going into it. So I think a lot of people see it as like I can do like a course of say antibiotics. I'll do it for a couple of weeks and then it will have the effect and I can forget about it. And that's not unfortunately the case. It's it, you know if your lifestyle has kind of made you unhealthy and that could be you know excessive body fat, back pain, whatever it is, then your lifestyle has to change. So going in with the mindset of well, you know, I'm going to do this for, you know, 10 days, 20 days is is never going to undo 5 years of unhealthy living. Yeah. Even so, so, a, pe- so people do expect to to correct several years of of bad behaviour, of bad in inverted commas, uh, of behaviour they want to reverse with, with the results they want to change. People expect to make that change very rapidly. They don't expect it to apply anything like the number of years it might take. Yeah, and I think they also expect it to kind of be temporary. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll go on this diet, and and a lot of the unfortunately a lot of the diets are kind of extreme in nature. Now that does help with speed. Um, but you've also then got to consider what happens when you stop. If you've got a lifestyle you've been living for five years and it's led to unhealthy results, you do something for five weeks and it has healthy results, and then you go back to the other thing, you will get exactly the same unhealthy results. That's the way it's going to work. So going in with a mindset of changing your lifestyle and giving yourself time to do that, you know, if you're going to make lifestyle changes, that can be quite difficult, can be quite challenging, but it's the way of, it's the only way to get sustainability. Yeah. And yo-yoing not only is, you know, bad for your mind and your kind of motivation to do things, it's not great for your body either. Um, and so one of the things we do is we actually, especially with our sort of pain and injury rehab we do with people, you know, we say, it's, you know, it's going to take four to six months, um, but we're going to lay foundations. And by the time you hopefully get to the six-month thing, it's gone. And it shouldn't, if you keep that then going, it shouldn't come back. And a lot of the people we work with, I mean, although sometimes the, the speed at which we do things is slightly slower than the, you know, get beach ready in 12 days or whatever it is, but five years later, they're still healthier than they've ever been. Yeah. And that's one of the keys is it's a, you are changing your lifestyle. and you, It sounds grand, but there are small things you can do that changes your lifestyle. And over the course of a year, those changes will have a massive effect. People always ask me kind of, you know, what do you eat? What do you do? And things. And it's it's small. My day is probably small differences compared to some people. Big differences, I guess, compared to some. But if you take, if I do three or four healthy things that you didn't do in a day, well, that's I'm I'm four points up. That's not that big. But then seven days later, I'm even more points up. And 365 days later, I'm unbelievably high up. So it, it's what adds up over the course of a year. Um, and that's where you've got to have. And if you expect difference after five days, it's not gonna. It's not going to happen. Exactly. I mean, even scientifically, they say that you should, you know, 30, you should give most things 30 days to see if it's even going to work. But you're not necessarily going to change your your unhealthy lifestyle in just 30 days. But you should at least give something 30 days to see what sort of effect it's going to have. So what you're saying is, is consistency is, is, is pretty key. Um, but you're allowed, you're allowed sometimes to vary it from provided you get back onto the path afterwards. Yeah, that's life. That's, I mean, we kind of have a, an idea of, you know, 80, 20, 70, 30. You know, if you take care of yourself and do the healthy things 70 to 80% of the time, then the, the, the weekends where, you know, it's a bit of a binge and the, the holiday you go on, you know, they're there to be enjoyed. You should do that. That's okay. But then you have to, if I have a, you know, indulgent weekend, 
I have to get back on track at some point, otherwise it just becomes an indulgent year, and an indulgent year will lead to unhealthy lives. Um, so yeah, it's, it, absolutely, it's part of life, is to, to enjoy things and enjoy food and enjoy some slightly unhealthy habits. But if you, if you can keep them in the kind of 20% of the time slot, yeah. then it won't really do much damage. Either 70-30 or, or, or 80-20, if you can keep the, the bigger number being the healthy bits and the smaller number being the unhealthy bits, yeah. then, then you're right. Because I suspect far too many people, when they come to you, they're used to having those numbers the other way around. The other way around, yeah. Where they do exactly. 20% of the time doing healthy things and 80% of the time doing less than healthy things. With, with people that start with us, we always kind of encourage them to win your week. You know, if you win, oh, what, do you, what do you mean by win your week? So if you can do healthy things, or if you can do your, your stretches that you've got to do four times, and then you don't do them three, you, you, you've had a better week, more of a good week than you've had a, a not productive week, right? So if, you've done, if you win the week four good days to three non-good days, over the course of time, you, you'll get a positive, you'll stay result. If you're the other way around, and you're sort of not looking after yourself more than you're looking after yourself, you can guess what's going to happen. Yeah. So to start with, if you can just get the idea of winning the week, and you know, if you want faster results, then win it by a bigger margin. If you've got a sporting competition or you know a, it's your job, then you know you want to win it seven nil rather than four three. But if you can just you know look after yourself more days than you don't, then yeah. you should have a positive result. One of, one of the phrases that I use, um, I've, I've seen written down and have put in some of my articles actually, is is do more things that are good for you and, and fewer things that are bad for you. Yeah, um, that's it. And it's, it's, that's exactly what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, and the more consistently you can apply that, uh, the more likely you are to see rapid results. Absolutely. You are a result of what you consistently do. You're just an, you're an average. So if, if, if you're carrying around extra body fat, then averagely you're probably eating slightly more than you need to. So swing it the other way. Make your average. You, you, and, and that's what we're talking about, this kind of extreme diets. That's not your average. Even if you do one month out of 12, amazingly, well, you, if you lose the other 11, you've lost 11 one in a year, it's, it's not going to do anything. So you've got to change your mindset, go into it, that I'm going to be healthy more of this year than not. And to what extreme you do it depends on the, the size of the goal and how quick you want to go. But really, if you can just, on average, do more healthy things than none, you'll be a healthy person. Matt, we're talking about um, adherence to, um, to a plan that people decide to follow. Uh, we talked about how good it is to do that idea, but how can people actually achieve that? Yeah, so yeah, it's all well and good sitting here and saying, you know, devote yourself to a healthy lifestyle, do more good things than, than unhealthy, but yeah, how? Um, I think one of the keys to, to when you're going to start, and we're, we're kind of, we can kind of look at three different areas of, of health, but is to set yourself up so that you're likely to be successful. So if we take nutrition uh, and diet as an example, I think a lot of people kind of wake up, think about it, hear a diet, all right, go, that's it, I'm on this diet. Mm-hmm. Well, what did, can you put some things in place? Have you thought about what you might need to put in place to be successful? So if you're kind of, okay, I'm going to cut out processed food and, and sugar, and there's loads of biscuits sitting in your cupboard, you're now playing a game where you've got to sit, know there are biscuits there, and not eat them. Right. Secondly, if you've been living on kind of processed foods and fast foods and stuff maybe, you've now got to cook dinner with what? So the first thing I would do is, okay, right, I'm going to try this diet. I'm, these are the foods I'm going to eat. These are the foods I'm not going to eat. Well, get rid of the foods you're not going to eat because pa- playing a battle of wills, even I'm not that good at that. If there's something lovely and tasty sitting there, it's right there, to go, no, 
I'll wait. That's hard work. Get rid of it. Don't have it there. So in other words, if you say you're going to start eating in a more healthy way, you've got a brand new regime you're going to follow, don't just say, right, I'm going to do that starting from now or starting from tomorrow. You need to prep lots of things first. You need to prep, prep your environment. Uh, get rid of the, you know, the, ch- the tin of chocolate fingers, for example. Yep. Send them to my house. <laughs> um, and to get rid of those, and you think to yourself, okay, now this is how I should... It, it, it's set up that my environment and, and my constraints as well. Yeah, if your fridge is full of healthy food, what are you going to eat? Yeah. Healthy food. And then, and then the next is, you've got the food now, but then a lot of people go, well, what am I going to do with it? Well, you know, the, the, the internet is teeming with great ideas. You know, find some healthy recipes that are exciting, look fun to you, and, and suit you. You, know? are they, you can find things that are, you can be done in 15, 20 minutes. So if you've got a family, you've got, you haven't got time, there are recipes for that. So get yourself kind of excited about it. These are some of the things I'm going to cook. These are the foods I need. Chuck the foods out that you're not wanting anymore. Go get the good foods. And then you're better set up. You've got much more chance of making it past the five day. If you've got a seven-day plan of, okay, these are the dinners I'm going to do. I'm going to use the leftovers for lunch. These are the ingredients I need. They're in the fridge. And the sugary stuff is, there isn't any. I'm not saying you can't treat yourself, but you'd have to go and buy something. So it makes you a bit more kind of thoughtful about what you're doing. Then you're likely to at least make it seven days. Because you've got seven days' worth of plan. As you get to day number five, go back to the shop, plan the next seven days, and there you go. It, it just, that will make life much easier. Something else to think about is, you know, who you're sharing your living environment with. So if you decided to go on a diet and, you know, the person that you live with isn't and they're sitting there eating all the foods you wish you're eating, it's going to make life harder, you know. Is it something that you can do together? Or you don't necessarily have to force it on everyone else, but... You have to think about these things first. What are you going to do? So basically getting a support unit around, around your, your, your home. So in other words, uh, do you have to force your, 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 your partner to be on the same diet that you're on or is it just good for them to be able to advise you and be able to support you as you make those choices? Yeah, let them understand why you're doing it and, and stuff so that they're not sitting there dangling you know, french fries in your face trying to get you to come on, indulge with me. You, know, you need support. It's hard to do. So, and support yourself by your choices. So get the you know, right foods in and, and other things. We can look at movement and exercise. You, okay, I'm going to start running three times a week. Great. How are you going to make time for that? When, when are you going to run? So look at your diary and work out, you know, what, if you're, most people are busy already, it's kind of using up most of their energy. So you're going to have to take something out, do less of something to make room for the exercise otherwise it's likely that you get to the end of the day and you're too tired and you don't do it don't do it for a few weeks and it just becomes a distant memory of something i was going to start is this something to do with with setting priorities yeah yeah exactly if you, if you want to kind of do something that you haven't done you're going to have to make it a priority and, and, and find time for it and i think that and also you know by making room for it you're more likely to not burn out if you try and do if you're a busy you know working person with a family and stuff and you try and add more in you're likely just to get tired and burn out anyway. So you know, make room for it. Takes find something that you're doing that's maybe not helping your goal, and replace it with the thing that is. Make some time for it. Also, think about prepping yourself. You know, if you want to go running, it, a lot of people f- stop at running because they start and then their knee hurts and their ankle and foot hurts and they stop. So, is your body actually ready for what it is you're about to do? Are there some, or can we? Do, is there some kind of exercise that we should do first? To, to get ready for it so that when we run it's not just a barrel of aches and pains and problems and torturous 
can you do are there, I mean are there other exercise options that you might prefer that might be more fun actually thinking rather than just following what you know some magazine says or what next door neighbors doing what would suit you well what kind of healthy diet there are plenty of them as you mentioned earlier there are plenty of ways to exercise what ones would work what kind of time of day would it be a class the more you can set that up then the more likely you are to stick with it for at least 30 days and if you stick with it for 30 days you're more likely to get a good result out of it and if you get a good result out of it it's something you might carry on forever and that's the key then to to being healthy long term that's that's a, a very 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 good words. It brings me back to thinking about what I did because about you know, five or six years ago now I lost a fairly significant amount of weight. I lost six stone over a period of two years, um, and when I started doing that, I thought, God, this is going to be a, this is going to be a tough tough old assignment. This doing, doing trying to lose this weight. It was actually worked out on average to be a pound a week, which isn't that much, but a pound a week is actually six stone over two years. Uh, but when I started losing the weight, I thought, oh, this is going to be tough. I'm going to have I'm going to have two years worth of misery. I thought, but then after. After, after a month or so, and you mentioned 30 days, after a month I suddenly realised I was actually enjoying what I was doing and from that point onwards I know it was no longer a drudge, it was no longer something I didn't want to do, it wasn't, I wasn't doing it because I had to do it, because I was actually told by my doctor I had to do it, so it wasn't because I had to do it, I had to stop being obese, I had to start getting fit, I started doing it, but I realised I was doing it because I actually enjoyed doing it, so that, that's another thing I think in terms of adherence, your adherence level to something is going to go up if you actually enjoy what it is you're adhering to absolutely so and there are a couple of ways of doing that there are you know picking out healthy recipes and and healthy activities that you like off the bat straight away well that tastes nice well it's easy then isn't it that's not a problem or i like that that sport's enjoyable you know i quite look forward to going to do it well that's great or you know find something that's bearable do it for long enough that you get a good result and then do it because you like the result a lot of people will tell you with their training especially sports performers or you know bodybuilders it's quite uncomfortable training it can be quite sort of at the time when you're doing it it's you kind of want to stop but they love the result afterwards you feel great and you know you look great and you feel fantastic and stuff i think a lot of people think when they're going from one lifestyle to a to a more healthy lifestyle they, they just think about giving things up you know i won't be able to eat good foods anymore i've got to give up time to do things a lot of us aren't staying healthy because just because we're martyred just because we want to it, it's because the advantages you get of it are fantastic so if you can experience them if you can experience you know not being ill all the time not having back pain not having knee pain feeling confident in yourself going to the beach and taking your top off and not worrying about it um having energy not wake up in the night to have to pee these are great things. These are the things that I'd rather do. I mean, I go to bed fairly early, I think, probably compared to most people. Now, would I like to stay up and watch films all through the night on Netflix? Sure, that's fun. But the way I wake up feeling refreshed and the way I can kind of, you know, attack my day and, and you know, all the health benefits, I can watch Netflix later. Like, yeah. in the next day, I can do it. So I'm not doing it just because, you know, it's healthy to do so and I'm not miserable. There are advantages. And if you can do something for long enough... To be able to experience them then you're going to have fun with it and if you can find fun activities to do at the same time then it's a double win but yeah you you have to start enjoying it if, you, if there's no fun in it either result wise or actual sort of during wise you know then then you're really going to struggle to you've got to be a glutton for punishment yeah. to, that way 
And also, I, I guess you have to think of, if you think of an activity that you think might become fun, so you talked about running earlier on, you think you might start enjoying running, you should always start off at a realistic level because you suddenly jump into running a, a 5K as fast as you possibly can and then you burn out after 1K or whatever, then that's going to be act as a discouragement to you, isn't it? It's going to be a disincentive for you to stick with it and progress. So if there's something that you, you're not sure whether it's going to be fun or not, but you think it might become fun, then attack it in a, in a, in a reasonable way by, by doing it in baby steps first and then, and then build up to it. Absolutely. Not only should you attack it in, in baby steps, um, whatever you do should be attacked in baby steps, logical progressions of things so you don't hurt yourself. But there are so many different ways of doing things you know, to appeal to you. If you're a social person and you want to do the running, there are loads of clubs that run kind of couch to 5K things. You can go and do it with loads of other people. If you're a more scientific or mechanical person, you know, there are people that will instruct you one-on-one of how to run well so you can kind of see it as a lesson learn how to do it get interested in it that way and you know by running and learning how to run well you'll burn energy off and, and achieve another goal that way so depending on how your you know your brain works what you like there are you know there are hundreds of different ways of doing running you can do short runs you can do long runs you can do runs on a treadmill with numbers to calculate or you can run out in nature you know what appeals to you and that's that kind of setting it up well okay i need to do three hours of something healthy what what would be fun to me what would achieve my goals and there are loads of different answers for that and i think if you can take some time and and get some advice maybe and set it up at the beginning so that it's something more likely to i think people often start something that they're going to lose that you can almost tell you know they haven't got healthy foods in their fridge they're doing something they clearly hate I'd put money on it. It's not going to work. It's not going to last. And that's where the five days comes in, I suspect. That's where the five days. Most Who would put up with five days of misery? So not not being completely starving all the time, doing exercise that hurts their knees. I wouldn't do that. That's not how I live. When I do exercise, it doesn't hurt me, hurt me. I don't get sort of horrible knee pain. A lot of the exercise I do actually keeps my body feeling good. I'm doing things because it's advantageous to me, not just because I'm some maniac who likes to hurt myself and likes to not experience nice food. That's not it at all. So I think that if you can set yourself up at the beginning, at the outset, with a more likely path to success, then, you know, you'll get past that five days, you'll get to that 30 days, you know, your clothes will fit better, you'll have more energy. You'll keep, why wouldn't you keep going at that point? My name's Chris Aremba. I'm with Matt Lovett from APS Fitness. And we're talking about uh, people who wish to change their lifestyles in certain ways, either to get fitter or to lose some weight, or maybe a bit of both. And we're talking in particular about adherence to, uh, to plans and how to make plans more likely to succeed. Can we go into that into a bit more detail, Matt? What, what, what is really should people be thinking about to be more successful with uh, putting in plans in place to achieve their goals, they say? Yeah, so I mean, one of the things, the, one of the ways we dig deeper with people when we first start with them is to really almost annoyingly pester them into thinking about the why the stronger the why you're doing something the more likely you are to do it It, it's it's simple so you've got to have and there are levels to it i mean a lot of people you know a lot of people would like to you know lose a bit of weight and stuff but if it doesn't necessarily negatively affect their lives they would just i mean most people would like a little bit more money a little bit more spare time but if it's not really negatively affecting it the drive to actually do things about it is slim on the flip side if you've got someone who's you know an athlete makes their money through performing sport and they blow an acl out and they've sort of crocked their knee their drive to do the rehab and to get back is very high yeah um so locking into a strong 
why and it, it, often it's a couple of strong whys you know so you want to it's something will come and say okay I want to lose some you know body fat which is fine you know and they're going to have to eat a bit healthy and they're going to have to do some movement I, I want to go a little bit deeper you know why what, what, what would you if you lost a little bit of body fat what would that change about your life well it might um, make me more confident great okay why would that help well you know I've not been sort of chasing the job I really wanted because I'm not that secure in myself because it's a lot of face to brilliant right that is an amazing why you're going to drop a little bit of weight so you feel more confident in your work clothes and you can go and get the, the promotion the job that you, you really want which will make your life day to day better now you've got a really that's a really good reason to do it yeah would you say there's two kind of whys or two kinds of sets of motivation for doing it there's carrots and there's sticks there's there's carrots people because they want to do something that they want to get healthier they 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 say you mentioned before looking good on the beach for example so yeah i want to look good on the beach i want i want to feel healthier i want to have a bit more energy that's because that's 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 the carrot because they want to do it there are other people and i'm one of those um and, and i only got healthy and fit because i had the stick approach my my doctor took a stick to me and said chris unless you get get a little bit uh, substantially more more fit, substantially more healthy, you probably won't live to see the age of 60. This is what he said to me when I was 50. So uh, that was a stick. I mean, that wasn't me w- wanting to get uh, fit and healthy for my own purposes. That was me getting fit and healthy because my doctor told me I'd be dead if I wasn't. He didn't exactly say diet or die, but he, wa- he wasn't fine. <laughs> he wasn't fine. Do you want it with the tea or without? <laughs> um, so it wasn't, it wasn't exactly that he said to me, but it wasn't far off. Um, so I, I think it's obviously better if your motivation is of the carrot variety rather than being told by a doctor you'd better do it I think that yeah I think it's better to, to have a, a, a carrot motivation um, but I, I think that's almost the, the stick should be the minimum I yeah. mean it, there, there's some movement and there's some eating habits that you should put in place almost like brushing your teeth no one really brushes their teeth because they love brushing their teeth <laughs> you brush your teeth because you don't want them to fall out well if you don't want your knees to ache if you, if you want to be able to get up off the floor when you're 70, 80 years old there are certain things you need to keep doing you know, you need to use your muscles. You need to not punish your gut with horrible processed sugary foods for years and years and years. There, if you want to avoid heart disease and things, there are just things you need to do. And there's nothing wrong with that. If, that, if that's the minimum that people want to do, and that's it, that's great. Fine. Go off and spend time doing other things you love. If there are things then you want to do, then that would be more carrot, and that's great too. I think that the digging deeper also, though, helps the stick. Because if you've got inherent kind of well you know i want to be around to and healthy to interact with my grandchildren well then you have a reason now to to be healthy you know you don't want think and, about and that's, that's not for being healthy now that's for being healthy if, you know in 20 or 30 years time you want to plan for that yeah part of I mean, part of what changed um my approach to health and fitness and you know how i interact with clients and the reason that we do a lot of pain management stuff now is that i was only really thinking about the present when i was 20 years old at that point i was just thinking about you know being strong you know building muscle and stuff and i basically broke you know I, my, my back was really sore i couldn't put on my socks very well and stuff and i don't i, don't, I didn't want that then but i certainly don't want to do stuff now that's going to make me not be able to put my shoes on properly at the age of 80 because i yeah. plan on staying around as long as i can i have actually have one of my goals is to live past 100 that's one of my goals. I want to be here as long as I can. And I also want to be doing the things I love at that point. Yeah, so quality of life rather than just yeah. quantity of years. You know. And so now that governs my behaviour a little bit because when I'm kind of pushing things and getting a bit sore, maybe a bit tired, I have a reason to back off. 
no, don't don't injure yourself. Don't do yourself misjustice, like in injustice, because I want to be able to um, perform and do things later in life. So if you can have a strong why, I want to be able to be kind of a role model, a fit and healthy and active person when I'm 70, 80, 90. Well, that can govern my behavior a little bit now. Yeah, it's not that I'm not doing. You know, it's not that I'm walking around wrapped in cotton wool. So I make it. It's just that it governs some of my behavior, and also I've got a reason to be healthy. I don't want heart disease when I'm older. I don't want those things. Now you can't, you know, 100% guarantee those things, but I can stack the odds in my favor. Yeah. And so if you can have a strong why, you know, I want to be able to carry my grandchildren. I want to play tennis until the day I die then you've got reasons to do things. If you're just doing things because, you know, Matt on the radio or Chris on the radio said so, five days and you're out. Yeah, that's, that's where the five days <laughs> yeah. comes back, yeah. So um, it, it, sort of summarising all that into just a, just a simple sentence, it's really thinking how important is it to you? How important is this ability to, to get fitter that you want to do to get healthier? It, it, is that more important to you than doing too much stuff that, that's contrary to that? We already said that you don't have to be an angel all the time. We've already said that you can slip into uh, days which are suboptimal or cheat days. Absolutely. Sort of, yeah. It's life. Yeah, and that, because if you try to set yourself up without such days, then you'll guarantee it'll fail. Yeah, and that five days will come back on it. And also, that's not what... Um, like, I, I don't want to get to uh, 100 having not eaten the nice food and not experienced the late nights and, and not done the sports that were a bit dangerous. I don't want that either. So it's just balance. And it's, it's whatever, you, you, whatever sort of life you want to live, stack the odds in your favour of doing that. So if you want to live a life where you're you know, slim and pain-free and able to do things... Well, put some habits in your life that will lead you towards those things. That's it. And I think in terms of adhering, I think that if you can set yourself up, as we talked about, you know, likely to succeed, if you can give yourself a support network, you know, people around you and, you know, you're supporting yourself, so you're putting things in place where you're likely to succeed rather than fail, and you give yourself some time, give yourself a chance to do this people are so mean to themselves they get up this goal <laughs> they, I want to do it and I want to do it now you know give yourself a break so support you know give, set yourself up well and give yourself a chance to do these things and then you're more likely to get past the five days to the 30 days get a good result and keep doing it forever get to that magic moment where it starts becoming enjoyable because if, if that never happens it's never going to succeed yeah find a reason that you love to do it or something that you love doing or ideally both yeah Certainly, when I when I did my fitness conversion, if I can call it that, I, I found after 30 days, I found that I started to enjoy it, and it was no longer a tedious thing for me to do, as I mentioned before. But if people need to look for that magic moment because if uh, 30 days, even 30 days, is far too long to try and persuade yourself doing something that you're not actually enjoying, that's making your life a, t a tedious stretch. Yeah, there's so many ways of doing this stuff. You know, find the way that suits you best and achieve the things you want to do. And if yeah. it's not fun, then don't do it. Find something else that's fun. Yeah. That, that's excellent. So, in terms of, uh, I mean, what I did, I've, I found running was something that I could take easily, and then I, then I discovered the park run. So, I went to start doing park running with my wife, and a, a lot of people get into running that way, and that's one suggestion of doing it. Perfect. Yeah, there's there's hundreds of ways of doing hundreds of different activities. You know, not everyone runs in the same way, and not everyone does you know football in the same way. There's five aside, eleven aside. There's all kinds of things. Find the thing that suits your goal and suits you as a person. Go that's do great. that. Matt, some great tips from you today. Thank you very much for the conversation. Thank I've, you for having me. I, I've really enjoyed it. So we've been listening to me, Chris Saremba, and my guest this morning is Matt Lovett from APS Fitness. 
You're listening to Mid Morning Matters on Marlow FM 97.5.